Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Across the ASEAN, only on Money FM 89.3. Like it or not, Southeast Asia is geared up to reopen. And perhaps nobody with more to gain from a potential reopening than Thailand, with so much of that economy dependent on its tourism and manufacturing sectors. But with hopes rising in Thailand of a gradual reopening that might also lift it out of its recent economic woes, is this translating into confidence for the markets over there? Well, today on Across the ASEAN, we're joined once again by Ms. Maria Lapis, the Managing Director for Maybank Kim Eng in Thailand. She joins us from Bangkok to give us a better idea of exactly how Thais and markets in Bangkok are feeling about this potential reopening. Ms. Lapis, thank you so much for joining us today. Glad to hear you and your loved ones are still safe and in good health during these times. And welcome back to the show. It's been a while and I hope you've been well, ma'am. Yes, I'm fine. Thank you. As we've said, it may be argued that Thailand perhaps has the most upside of the ASEAN economies from an economic reopening. Given how much of uh, the economy is geared towards tourism, are hopes indeed high, though, that this a very important sector can revive quickly, especially given the lessons and experiences from the sandbox model from a few months back? Yes, uh, first, uh, it has to be said that the sandbox uh, model was not successful, mm. but a very useful experience. The total number of visitors that came from the from 1st of July to September was only 37,000 and generated 2.3 billion revenues, far below the target of 100,000. Most guests were long-haul, um, mm-hmm. and press reports indicated that these are mostly businessmen. And yes, uh, the hopes are high that this important sector can revive Especially so uh, that so far, there are no other concrete measures or programs from the government to rejuvenate the economy. However, the pace of the recovery depends on the visitors, on their perception of safety and ease of travel in and out of Thailand. In this aspect, uh, perhaps it is relevant to mention that as of the 18th of October, 26.3 million people has had their second dose of vaccination. And as for the vaccines, the ones used here are in activated formula, Sinovac, Sinopharm, 50%, and viral vector Astra, 45%. Um, there are five countries that are uh, allowed to enter Thailand, uh, citizens from five countries allowed to enter Thailand uh, starting November 1, um, U.S., U.K., Germany, China, Singapore. So not really sure on how they perceive Thailand, whether it is a, a safe place to come to come to at this point in time. So uh, 2021 probably is foregone now, and we are gearing up for 2022. And we are hoping to get at least 6 to 10 million uh, visitors, uh, but we have to wait and see. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Um, With optimism rising, it seems, gradually because of this reopening, which sectors will Maybank Kim Eng be looking at closely? Uh, In fact, uh, in the stock market, we are already betting on the direct, the beneficiaries of the reopening stories, such as discretionary retailers, department stores, hotels, airports. Uh, but the momentum uh, of the reopening story in in the sense of driving the the sector or the share prices seems to be slowing 
slowing mm-hmm. down. And from now on, we are watching more closely the players at the more upstream part of the chain, such as the food producer, especially those uh, that supplies uh, ready-to-eat, uh, restaurants, and also beverage companies. Now, I also want to point out, though, Ms. Lapis, that recently Maybank Kimeng also highlighted that the logistics space in Thailand is something that is one to watch. This is a theme we've seen really uh, across many markets over the last 18 months. But tell us what's underpinning the recent confidence you guys have in Thailand's logistics space. Yes, uh, the logistics uh, sector is, has come under our sector, to our radar because of the port congestions, container shortages, which, uh, based on our conversation with the companies, is likely to continue for longer, possibly for the whole of 2022. And this uh, increases the shipment cost and is also contributing to price inflation. Because of this situation, uh, transport via overland is beginning to look attractive as an alternative to move the product. And that is, this is probably unique to Thailand because, of, because most of the ASEAN up to China and then up to Europe can be done by land, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then there is the Laos and Kunming Rail that will begin commercial service on the 2nd of December. So this will allow the Thai logistics companies to offer multimodal services that can even bring the products further out um, to as far as Europe using the Eurasian land bridge. Uh, so Thai players can tap this long-term potential. So it's kind of like, it's just because congestion, shortages, mm-hmm. it's lengthening the shipment time using the conventional air and sea routes that now people are looking at land route as a way to move the product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's why. Interesting. We're still meeting Maria Lapis, Managing Director for Maybank Kimeng in Thailand, here and across the ASEAN, taking stock of how Thai markets and the economy might fare with the reopening of the country. And looking ahead, though, Ms. Lapis, inflation is still one of the bigger worries for markets. We have those rising input costs we've seen hit um, many countries across the world, this energy shortage that's really hitting parts of China and Europe, for instance. And as we know, Thailand's manufacturing sector also very important to the economy. They're also coming out of these severe restrictions, output being restored to normal. Is the next big worry, though, for the industrial and broader business space, this, these rising input costs and inflationary pressures uh, in your opinion? Yeah, I think inflation is going to be a global phenomenon. But uh, I'd like to remind uh, listeners that uh, the Ministry of Commerce here has a very heavy hand on price control. It has two sets of product lists. One mm-hmm. is restricted and the other one is controlled. And via these two lists, it can control about 70%, the price of 70% of the items in the consumer basket used to calculate inflation. So I do not uh, expect, I would not expect to see severe spikes in inflation data, but it will probably go, uh, it will probably rise, but not as much as we see in other places whereby uh, the government doesn't control prices at all. Mm-hmm. Energy prices is one of the source of pressure. But the government can subsidize the cost of, of most commonly used products, such as diesel and gas. 
Yeah, and you know, with oil and gas being such a big part of that energy mix and also inflationary pressures, um, the other thing that we have to note also is that oil and gas is a significant uh, part or has a significant weighting actually on the Thai set. But with inflationary pressures from rising energy prices and uh, and also oil and gas uh, players that might benefit from these rising futures and price and price environment. Are rising oil prices or price pressures a good or bad thing, actually, for Thai's, mm-hmm. Thailand's markets? It's kind of like a double-edged uh, sword. Yeah, that's, hence the question, say, yes. Uh, high oil prices is good for stock market uh, because uh, the oil and gas sector is nearly 20% of our market capitalization. It is, however, bad for the economy. The price impact uh, on consumer is blunted by price control, but they will still suffer. Uh, manufacturers mm-hmm. are adjusting the volume into smaller, smaller, and you are paying the um, same price. So that is an indirect inflation, yeah? Mm-hmm. At the macro level, high oil prices will strain the trade balance and by extension, the current account, which has been in deficit for many months now. Mm. So when you take all of this uh, into account, uh, how is this all impacting Maybank Kimeng's outlook now for the set at the end of the year, as well as your uh, forecast for the Thai bot? Yeah, it's a very in- this is one of the interesting times for us uh, in the stock market. Uh, fundamentally, I think uh, the, the, the earnings, the absence of earnings growth will argue for lower uh, set index. But uh, because of many, what do you call, um, control, subsidies, and the likes uh, going on, uh, SET has been doing really well. So we are looking for year-end target of uh, 1,660, so flattish from here. And our FX team expects the Taiba to settle at 33 uh, per US uh, per US dollar um, by the year end. Mm-hmm. A lot really riding on this reopening and perhaps just supporting some of these forecasts for the bot and the Thai set as we near the end of the year. I'd like to thank Maria Lapis, the Managing Director for Maybank Kimming in Thailand, for joining us today on Across the ASEAN and sharing their group's outlook for Thai markets against the backdrop of the reopening of the Thai economy. As always, Ms. Lapis, I wish you and your loved ones continued health and safety during these times. We look forward to next time you can join us on the show. Meanwhile, stay safe and we hope you have a good Wednesday ahead, ma'am. Thank you for having me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.